ก็ครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับครับ
And once the mind is peaceful and cool and not, uh, not involved with anything, then we see clearly all phenomena as anicca, dukkha, anatta, impermanent, stressful, and not self. And then the mind uh, becomes uh, genuinely empty and free of all phenomena. This is a temporary nibbana. So it is, this is something that is possible to experience. It's possible to realize this. So may you train the mind to be established in mindfulness, give rise to samadhi, and to see this clearly. So next question. Lumpur, thanks very much for conducting the online retreat. My question is whether this statement is correct. Everything is impermanent, but Dhamma is permanent. Satu Lumpur, from Champika, Rajapakse, Australia. So Ajahnan answered that all things are not stable, all things are impermanent, uh, yes. And Dhamma is stable. This means uh, understanding that all things are impermanent. So you, one could say it's uh, stably unstable, or this instability is something that is stable. So the fact that all things are unstable, this is something that's sure. Uh, old age is for sure, illness is for sure, death is for sure, instability is for sure. Uh, death comes to all beings. This is something that's certain. So all uh, sankharas must pass away. All beings must experience old age, sickness, and death. Uh, this is certain. Uh, we definitely will meet with old age, sickness, and death. So seeing this clearly is seeing the Dhamma. Uh, seeing this clearly is knowing the Dhamma. So next question. How do I apply wisdom to understand restlessness, especially when it is very strong in the mind? So firstly, we understand that this restlessness is something that's normal and natural for our minds to experience. So try to establish mindfulness uh, uh, with this experience. And sometimes restlessness can arise uh, very intensely or very strongly. So contemplate, uh, contemplate this restlessness and then think, is this restlessness something stable? Uh, is it for sure? Must I meet with old age, uh, sickness, and death? And uh, given that I must meet with old age, sickness, and death, then why, then why bother with this restlessness? Why bother clinging to it? It's better to let go. So one can take up the kamatana, the meditation practice of Maranānusati, the recollection of death. And this will assist in letting go of the mind's uh, clinging to the restlessness. Next question. As we progress in the Dhamma, does the one who knows change accordingly? From Doreen Yip, uh, Malaysia. So Lumpurnan answered that practicing the Dhamma, um, the knower sees things clearly, this one who knows. And one understands uh, more clearly as one practices, and this, uh, and this knower just knows according to its nature. But this knower is something that's not self. It doesn't belong to anyone. 
So it's something that one should put down as well. So in the beginning one knows uh, and has this awareness and one may, one may think that this knowing is a self, is a me or is a mind. And we simply practice to be aware of this clinging then to put it down. Because clinging to the knower as a self is a cause for suffering to arise. So finally we must let it go. Next question. How do we train our mind to stop the desire uh, for planning to go here and there during our meditation practice from Uili and Malaysia? So Ajahn answered, we, we train our minds, we train our minds uh, to be mindful. We make effort to establish mindfulness in our hearts. And we, when the mind proliferates about the future, we can ask ourselves, is, uh, is this sure? Is this something stable? Are we definitely gonna go here, go there? We can look at the example of uh, before COVID about two years ago, uh, many people had plans. They had plans about work, plans about travel and so on. But then when it came to that time, then these plans couldn't come about. Uh, they couldn't happen because of the obstacle of the global pandemic. So this is just one example. Uh, there are many reasons that our plans may not work out, so we can reflect that the bodily conditions may change. There may be an illness, a flu, or various other obstacles that will arise. So we should think and recollect that this is something not certain. We teach our minds that it's something not sure. We use mindfulness and wisdom to train our minds in this way. And then the proliferation about the future can decrease. And to contemplate even more deeply, we can ask, is, is this life for sure? Will I, will I be alive at that point in the future? Will I live to that point? So think that it's something not sure. And then in this way, the proliferation will decrease. So practice to know in time the proliferation as it arises. Next question. Lumpur, what do we do to manage and reduce our restlessness during meditation? Thank you. From Aili, Malaysia. So we can see that this restlessness arises based on clinging. And it can be the clinging that comes from wanting peacefulness. So when we practice Dhamma with attachment and clinging, this leads to a chaotic mind. We, can, we may notice when, we, uh, when we're not sitting in meditation, when we just sit and we're not intending to formally meditate, the mind can be at ease. And yet when we sit in meditation, then this clinging and attachment arises and then the mind is uh, disturbed and restless. So we should, we should establish our minds anew, think in a different way. When we sit down to meditate, we can sit to think in a very easeful and relaxed way in order for the mind not to be uh, restless and worried. So we have uh, mindfulness to recollect and ask, is this restlessness, uh, is it me, is it mine, is it a self, does it belong to me? 
So we have mindfulness with the restlessness and then the restlessness can decrease in this way. So, um, and then we can achieve uh, a mind that's not restless. So see this as it is. See this restlessness arise and pass away. See it as something that's not sure, not stable. And seeing this one understands the Dhamma clearly. Our next question. Dear Tanajan, during the Dhamma talk this morning, Ajahn mentioned about abandoning the sense of self in order to reduce greed, hatred, and delusion. How do we abandon the sense of self? Is it a gradual process? From Doreen Yip, Malaysia. Mumpurnan answered, this is correct. So one practices uh, self-sacrifice, uh, relinquishment in giving, letting go of the sense of self in this way. And one practices to have uh, virtue. And when one practices uh, this giving in virtue, there is still a sense of self there, but it's a wholesome, a good sense of self, a positive sense of self. And then as one continues to practice, one lets go even of this uh, good and positive sense of self. One gives rise to samadhi, collectedness, and one uh, studies and looks closely at this sense of self and sees that it's a cause for suffering. So then one contemplates that all phenomena, all things are not self, not a me or a mine. And one contemplates and understands this uh, bit by bit. In this way the mind can be empty, the mind can be at ease, seeing that no phenomena, nothing is a self, a me or a mine. Uh, next question. Dear Lumpur, after about 20 to 30 minutes of breath meditation, I feel strong sensations in between my eyebrows in that area. Is it proper to recite Budo or it to be so when the strong sensation arises? Or do I just need to ignore the sensation and focus on the breath to calm the mind? Many thanks for your kind advice. From Kenny Lee, Malaysia. So Lumpurnan answered, um, this feeling that occurs between the eyebrows, this is a sign of the mind becoming gathered in samadhi. So when this happens, uh, stick with your meditation objects such as the in and out breath. Have the mind be collected and gathered knowing the in and out breathing as the breath goes in and as the breath goes out. Whatever feelings arise in the body, practice to not be interested in them. There's no need to bring up the recitation of uh, Budo or Itipi So. Simply look at the breath or whatever the meditation object you are using uh, at that point and use that meditation object to bring the mind to peace. And then you can think and recollect that all materiality and mentality is uh, impermanent, stressful, and not self. Contemplating in this way is correct. So try to do this, try to practice in this way, and establish mindfulness in this way. Okay, so we'll continue to meditate together until 9.35. Kogadyoja nang samadikantung samtum samsipaniti.